Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. And we're back. At least I'm back. Guys of a Certain Age. Robbie Koblenz joined in studio with Art Shirley. Can I come back now? Yeah. Well, the duct tape wasn't very... Depending on what order these things go in, you may have never left. I may have never left. So we could be teasing or we could be referencing. Yeah, that's right. We could be timey-wimey. Wobbly, tobbly. Yeah. 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 So depending on what order you're listening to, I may or may not have been here for the last episode, and it may or may not have been taken over by some rebels talking about rebel-y things, but... uh, Anyway, all that matters is it's Robbie and Art on your Sorry, AirPod. Jay. <laughs> Sorry, Jay. That's all that matters. That's all that matters yeah. is Robbie and Art. Yeah. And because uh, we, we know Jay's listening to this episode. We know Jay's mom's listening to this episode. John Long, shout out. Hello, John Long. My cousin Mervin, my buddy John. Tanya K. Finch. Yeah. I think that's our entire listing audience. That's right. We have our stats down to a name-by-name basis. That's right. What, what other podcast <laughs> What other podcast yeah. can do that? Yeah. So. George A. Bud listens. Yeah, there Phil you go. Valentine listens occasionally. My, this, my the, family has started listening, but you know they don't like me, so they, they yeah. stopped. So does Phil listen? Yeah. Wow. He's, he's behind a little bit, but he's going to catch back up. Well, isn't that the story of Phil Valentine's <laughs> life? He's been behind forever trying to catch up. So anyway... <laughs> Uh, well, how are you doing, Art? I'm good. How about you? I'm uh, doing well. Did you guys have fun without me? Yeah, we had a good time. We did have a good time. Uh, we've unleashed a, uh, a a monster here with uh, with Jay. He finally got a chance to get some words in edgewise. Well, I tell you what, Jay mm-hmm. has really turned into the podcast machine. That's right. So, yeah. He's actually doing several other podcasts now that he'll... Uh, He'll have listed on his various social media. He's going to do nothing but podcasts That's for right. the rest of his nothing life. Nothing but podcasts. Yeah. The, the, the Jay Reed story. Nothing <laughs> but podcasts. Next on the Hallmark Channel. So right. uh, we didn't even talk about this before we hit the uh, the flashing red light. Are we doing a Geek of the Week? You got a Geek of the Week? Uh, no. I, I would imagine our, our look at the Apple uh, event, and I use that term loosely, will be our Geek of the week and maybe we'll mention a couple of things i know there were a couple of people we wanted to mention that had had gone had gone on and passed away that we wanted to kind of uh, mention here but uh well i'm gonna throw a geek of the weekend okay and uh so and i guess this is more of a uh, kind of a geek talking point uh the new joker movie is generating a ton of buzz yeah it's kind of either uh you you love it or you hate it for whatever reason right? so it uh, won the audience award at con at at can at can yeah, uh-huh. and was it the audience award it wasn't a big no it, it, something big or i can't remember the silver line golden lion yeah. whatever it's it not did, the nom de plume but it's something yeah. like that uh, uh, palm door yeah, it yeah. Uh, uh-huh. a lot of buzz at uh toronto toronto international film right. festival so uh you know so that i guess that's my geek of the week is is the buzz around joker and um well now that you've brought it up are you planning on seeing it? Probably not. Yeah, I just, you know, my brother-in-law says, I bet you can't wait to see this movie. And I said, you know, it looks like a great movie, but I feel like they're a little, a little disingenuous calling it the Joker because it has just a very loose tie to the character. I think it's going to be a great movie. I think uh, Joaquin Phoenix is, uh, is apparently doing an incredible job, and that's good. I may see it for that. But I think if you're going into it thinking, this is a, a Batman family type movie, not, not a family movie, but if it's a, it's a part of the Batman mythos, 
I think you're going to be disappointed. So uh, I've seen a little bit about it, but I haven't delved very deeply into it. Mm-hmm. So it has no. It, it's set in Gotham City. Yeah, and but it has no other. Uh, continuity with Batman at all. Right. I think they mentioned Bruce Wayne, and I know Joaquin Phoenix was disappointed that they did that because he really didn't want to have it tied to the superhero genre, you know? So, uh, But it's a superhero arch villain? Uh, yeah, but he's not the same guy. He's Arthur Fleck. He's a different guy, you know, than our typical, you know, Joker. Uh, so um, I, I think it's just a different character altogether. It seems to have more tied to... Um, the King of Comedy, which was a Martin Scorsese movie with mm-hmm. uh, Jerry Lewis and uh, and uh, Robert De Niro years back, uh, than it does with uh, Batman, and that's a great movie. King of Comedy is a great movie, and like I said, I think this is going to be a great movie too. It's just not one of those that I'm going. Oh, I can't wait to see this. So, what was the Joker's name before he became the Joker? Well, he never had a name in the comic books, and then they gave him Jack Napier in uh, the Batman, Batman movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So in Killing Joke, he's never referred to as his as his name at all. No, I don't think he has it. May may have had one later, but uh, he he did not have one in the comic books for the longest time. And again, you know, when I stopped reading, you know, uh, early to mid '80s on a regular basis, uh, he still didn't have one. And uh, Joe Chill was actually the guy who killed, killed his parents. Yeah, it wasn't the true. Joker that killed his parents, and so they've rewritten retconned, as they said that uh, that story. Yeah, about for it. for the yeah. uh, Tim Burton mm-hmm. Bat- right. Batman movie. I almost said the Bat Wayne movie. The Bat Wayne movie. That's right. That's right. But Killing Joke, they they dive into his backstory. Yeah, and, and they may have given him a name at that point, but I don't remember that they did. I don't remember that they they did. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's going to be interesting in theaters October fourth. Hopefully, if you listen to this episode before then, hopefully we get this episode out before i yeah but uh that's it's kind of interesting how uh the the superhero movie and this is a comics movie it's not a superhero movie it's Mm -hmm. a comic book movie has moved into the the no pun intended the art sector yeah um because could you imagine you know donner getting anything uh, i can for the first superman oh yeah and absolutely not so and i you know, not to say that he didn't deserve it, but it just wasn't respected like it is. Like because it's becoming now, apparently, some people didn't believe that a man could fly. I didn't believe a man could fly. What's up with that? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so that's a little bit of a geekage of the weekage mm-hmm. on the front end of that. So, but as Art looks at his iPhone, we wanted to talk about the Apple event that took place a week ago. Okay. Uh, Do you remember that? Yeah, barely. Uh, I was telling you off mic that uh, we often have meetings and we we come out of those and we go, uh, this could have just as easily been put in an email. And I kind of felt a little bit about that, like that, about the Apple event. Certainly some, you know, some good announcements in terms of the new iPhone 11 and the iPhone 11 Pro. But um, I don't know that it was event worthy. I didn't see really a lot that kind of made me say, oh, wow, this is incredible, other than it's time for me to update my iPhone. This is one I'll take a look at. I liked the camera with the three lens and some of the things you could do, but you expect there to be technology jumps at these things. So uh, I don't know that, again, those were event worthy. I'm trying to even remember what the other things they talked about were. I know they mentioned Apple TV so, and uh, some of those offerings. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pulling it up. You think I should have pulled it up before but you know as, as often they do they lead with services right and uh so they they jumped into uh um, apple arcade mm-hmm. and apple tv plus yeah and really pushed that out yeah and uh and so, so far i have 
very little interest in either one of those. Well, and arcade, I think, is a little too little too late. I think so too. Yeah, they, I think it's yeah. if they pulled it together as the app ecosystem was getting going, mm-hmm. I think it would have been a really neat, um, really neat subscription service. But I haven't seen that that killer show yet to make me say I've got to get Apple, Apple TV Plus. or yeah. Apple Plus. Yeah, yeah, Apple TV Plus or yeah. whatever it is. We'll get there eventually. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, me either. And and you know the price point's great, but I don't know that there's a lot of content there. So it's like <laughs> you know, yeah. hey, look, it's not going to cost you much, but at least there's nothing there. So you know, well, uh, and and uh, so I'm actually pulling something up the, here. To me, the difference between the Apple TV announcement and granted, I know that there's there's still more to come. Apple TV Plus and the D23 stuff are just night and day. Yeah, because I left. You know, watching the D23 uh, announcements and, well, I've got to have Disney. I'm going to be getting that channel. You know, that's, yeah. no, there's no doubt about that. Uh, Apple TV, even if I buy something and get it free for a year, I'm going, I don't even know if I'll be watching it that much. Yeah, exactly. And I love my Apple TV, the hardware. It's a great, I'm great just, box. I'm, I'm already seeing that it's starting to be crowded over with you know, huge billboard kind of stuff for the Apple TV plus content. And I'm going, I just want to skip through that. Yeah. How can I turn that off? Well, there was a report last week that JJ uh, Abrams reportedly turned down a half a billion dollar deal with Apple because Apple wanted exclusivity. They would yeah. not allow him out to go say direct to star Wars or star yeah. Trek. And, uh, they've thrown a lot of money at this service, Yeah, but there's not, there's not one one show yet that I'm like, mm, I've got to see it. You yeah. Know, speaking of the uh, Jason, um, oh uh, Aquaman, what's his last name? Momoa. Yeah, Gesundheit. Uh His show called C, uh-huh. where everybody's born blind. Then yeah. This kid fills this this prophecy of being able to see. Uh huh. How do they know that the kid can see if yeah. they can't see the it's kid? Just, like I said, it may be that it's just content that I personally personally and not interested in maybe you know it appeals very much to other people i'm sure they're you know they've got some they've got some stars involved with it and that's great it's just not something that i thought wow i really need to have this i mean is that like bird box two thousand years in the future it seems like yeah it seems like it's been done already. yeah really and so it's a it's a little disappointing there um so uh, Apple Arcade, Apple TV Plus, and they they jumped into hardware. Uh, Apple Watch Series Five. Now you're an right. Apple Watch guy. I like my Apple Watch. I have the four. Uh, yeah. The the always own technology is probably going to be a nice feature because there are times when I will flip over my watch and it doesn't you know display right away, and that's uh, that can be frustrating. Uh, but again, it's it's not something that um, that is you know just kind of blew me away. Oh my gosh, this is great. Um, uh, what else did they have in the Apple Watch thing? I think they've got uh, some battery, a little ba- better battery life. Yeah, you know, but uh, we'll see how that works out. Yeah, uh, dynamically reducing the refresh rate as mm-hmm. needed uh, for battery life. Titanium finish, right? Emergency international calling in cellular mode, yeah. with or without a plan. Mm-hmm. So the next time you're out of the country. That's right. You need to make an emergency call. call. So my watch has been stolen. Oh, <laughs> that's not going to work. That's not going to work. Um, uh, so nothing there to make you say, "Hey, no, I've nothing upgrade. there that I said." You know, like I said, uh, uh, I really liked the watch enough to get it. Uh, the last time they went through it, uh, I'm I still, you know, even now, I'm finding myself going. You know, it's it's one of those things that because it's so dependent on the phone, 
it's going to be problematic. I think the next big leap for them will be when they come out with a watch that it stands on its own. That yeah. You don't necessarily, you may do things with the phone or even with the iPad to program and to do those things. But, you know, after an initial, an initial programming, you really can do things without it. You know, you don't necessarily have to have the, the phone. I know the move to cellular helps with that. Some of that. I too. was going to ask with the cellular yeah. version. Yeah. Does that cut the, the title? From bit? what I understand, I don't have the cellular version, but it should. Yeah. Um, so I think they're moving that way. Uh, kind of an incremental uh, refresh of the iPad, a little bit larger. Yeah. You know, not anything to go, oh, Again, gotta have yeah. it. Uh-huh. Uh, and I really think the iPad line's been fragmented. Mm-hmm. You know, you had the Air, the Mini, the regular, and the Pro, and then you get different versions thereof. So yeah. it's yeah. like one yeah. of those things where they, instead of making strides they made variations yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and that's a great way to put it mm-hmm. uh which leads us to the uh, the coupe de grasse the apple 11 so yeah. the pro and the max yeah so um basically three new uh iphones right uh the 11 the 11 pro and the 11 pro max okay and screen sizes are the 11 and the 11 Row the same screen size with the max being the big one. And the max is the big one. So there's not an 11 max. No. Okay. No. So you got to get to the pro, um, which has got the uh, uh, the new camera. It's got an OLED screen. Right. And um, that's about it. Yeah. Still I mean, no wireless charging or true wireless charging, or do they have that? Yeah. Maybe yeah. I mean, that, I mean, mine's got. I've got an XR. I've got wireless charging. Okay, so I put they, mine on a wireless stand okay, every night. But, uh, but you're not able to share that wireless char- that charging, right? No. Which I think some of the competitors are, are allowing you to do now, so that you can, if you needed to charge something other than your, like if you were charging your watch, you mm-hmm. can put it on on the back of your phone. The so. rumor is the hardware is in there. Yeah. For that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not turned on. It may be turned on my software later on. Yeah. Yeah. That'd yeah. be good. Okay. So, and then, uh, of course, they went through iOS 13. Um, they went through I, the iPod OS, which is the derivative of the iOS. Uh-huh. And uh, didn't talk about Mac OS Catalina at all, which right. was a little interesting. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. And, and then, so that leads us to the uh, to the iPhone Pro. Uh, the 11 Pro and the 11 Pro Max, and the the new camera system is pretty incredible yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that you've got, and for those uh, guys who didn't jump into it, so the the new Pro has got three cameras on the back. Uh, they protrude from the back. They kind of got this little raised bump, um, and you've got a telephoto, a medium, and a close up lens. Or, uh-huh. I mean, a, a wide, ultra wide, and a close up. And, uh, so you can actually, if with an app like Filmic Pro, which they demoed there, Mm -hmm. you could actually, um, switch on a fly between those three cameras, which is really cool. Um, you can actually have a four camera grid on your phone with a selfie camera. Uh So you could actually put a camera between two people. That's what they demoed, which I thought was very impressive. And you can shoot in, is it just two formats at one time or can you actually shoot all four? I think you can just pull two cameras, but still that's an amazing thing. So you could be pulling, you could be shooting a wide shot and a close up in with the same, uh, at the same time, you know, so you're covering yourself there or what they demoed was they had, uh, the camera set up, uh, with the selfie camera on one subject and the uh, back camera on another subject, and we're shooting uh, an interview or a dialogue between these two folks at the same time, and then you could take it. And I think they even went in and cut some of the stuff they 
Mm-hmm. They showed on the iPhone using, I guess, iMovie. Unless does Filmic have any type of editing I software? Don't I don't so, think it does but either, right? yeah. yeah. So and and then the the ultralight low light sensitivity of the yeah of the looks camera. amazing. It really did. Uh-huh. Um, now the difference in the Pro and the Eleven in terms of cameras is there are two cameras on the regular, 11. three cameras on the the Pro, Pro version, but and the uh, Max is just larger. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it's like uh, so right. it's still very capable camera i mean it's in terms of uh, absolutely uh, for that camera system yeah, yeah. So. but you know it's um it, it used to be that apple events were must-see tv yeah uh and i remember you know years past our you and i would get together and eat lunch yeah. and watch an apple yeah. event and i just haven't felt yeah. that that draw in a yeah. few years i actually watched this one live and watched you know set at lunch and watched it and you know, it's it's usually kind of thing. Close the door and sit there to make sure I'm not disturbed. And it was, you know, halfway through, I'm going, okay, I'll just I can leave and then just kind of come back and follow, uh, you know, comments or whatever and see what they've what they've done because there there wasn't that you know really, like I said, not to take away from the advancements that were made, but nothing was earth shattering or even that remarkable. You know, uh, it was just kind of. Okay, this is this is the next jump. I had looked for things. I thought there was going to be, you know, they've talked about possibly uh, bringing a new Apple TV hardware. Yeah, that might be out there. Uh, they talked about. I don't know if you saw this uh, kind of a tile replacement for your yeah. missing key things. Uh, Apple is going to do that. And maybe Which that, maybe guys of a certain later. age would need. Yeah, in fact, I've I've got them on my keychain and in my wallet now, and, and both of them have batteries that are dying, and, and mine are the version where you've got to replace the whole thing. Yeah. So I was kind of looking forward to seeing what they had. Yeah. And uh, because it was, it's supposed to, uh, where the, as the Tile, which is a great product, and I love it, uh, is supposed to, uh, you know, it, it works on Bluetooth. Uh, the Apple uh, Tile replacement is supposed to work much like the Find Your Phone app does. Yeah. So it can take advantage of Wi-Fi and things. Of course, it, you know, May just be another way people are tracing every every step. Well, isn't that the truth? Yeah, yeah. But I've already given over to that with my phone. So yeah, yeah it's hard and your watch and my watch. Yeah, yeah, and the chip inside my brain. Oh wait, did I? No. Wow. So that's out. That's yeah, out. That's out. Um, yeah, I, I just incrementalism. Yeah, is, is what Apple is. Mm-hmm. They don't innovate as much mm-hmm. as they they're doing something incremental. Right. Then I I've also got to think that that you know Steve Jobs is such a fabulous. Uh, demo performer mm-hmm. and uh, he knew how to read an audience he yeah. knew how to deliver uh-huh. um and yeah, you know, the charisma the steve jobs distortion feel reality right. distortion yeah. feel which we've talked about before mm-hmm. um comes across yeah. on some of his demos yeah and it, tim cook i think is a is a really good ceo he is not the demo. Guy. No, he's much more of a production person as opposed to the the huckster that uh, salesman that uh, <laughs> that Steve Jobs was. Well, you know, and and I mean that with all you know due respect because he was a master at it. Yeah. But he could make you think you wanted stuff that you had no idea you even <laughs> even existed before. Yeah. I've got to have this. I yeah. can't live without it. Well, you know, Tim um, Cook is to be um, credited with the high profitability of Apple because yeah. he's a. He's a, a logistics guy, mm-hmm. and he's done an incredible job managing right. that. Um, but yeah, there's just yeah. not that that heart and soul. Right? Do we stage. know who's replacing Johnny Ive yet? Have we have they made that announcement? Oh, yet? there was some talk about somebody being in house that was yeah. going to be elevated. And I, yeah. I don't know who that. And yeah. all due respect to that person, I have no idea who they are. Yeah. Um, but they, I, they need a rock star in that position too. If they, if if well, they need I, somebody to kind of to really you know, be flash. And, uh, if, 
Tim Cook's going to be, you know, just the production kind of guy. Well, and I think Johnny Ive checked out three years ago. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. And, you know, it'd be interesting to see what comes comes out that uh, hopefully we'll have a little bit more practicality in the design. So anything that you've got to buy or you're planning to buy from the Apple event? We're, we're actually looking at the iPhone 11. It's time for us to upgrade phones anyway. Yeah, um, your, your iPhone 3 uh, SE yeah, is about yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the iPhone flip phone that you didn't know existed. Yeah. Um, no, I've got the SE, you know, and I, I really like the size. It's a great I mean, size. But, um, and, of course, they don't have that now. But it's, it's showing its age. Uh, battery life is worse. It's really kind of hard to get the signals that I need. It's bad when uh, your phone gets an invitation to join AARP yeah, in the mail. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. At least the font's a nice big size. But, yeah, 82-point um, font. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But we, you know, we're probably going to change carriers, and we're looking to get new phones. And, and so I thought about doing um, – I don't want to do the iPhone 8 because I'm ready to do uh, higher technology than that. But the price difference between the 10 and the entry-level 11 is just not enough not to go to the 11. Yeah. And these, I want to these go to 11. 11. Yeah. yeah. I want to be able to say I've gone to 11. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. There's that. Spinal tap, Jay. Yeah, that's that's right. the reference, Jay. That's right. Spinal tap. That's right. Glazing over it. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Spinal Tap, is this a good segue to talk about the musicians well, we've lost this week? So, yeah. So, as we record this, we've had uh, two influential, influential, influenza, yeah, influential, influenza. Yeah, yeah, musicians yeah. have passed. And we're kind of at that age where we're, yeah. we're starting to get that. Starting to see. Yeah, that's right. You know. Yeah, me more so than you, I'm sure. But uh, but we lost uh, Eddie Money and we lost uh-huh. Rick Ocasek from, yeah. from the cars. Now, you've got a great Eddie Money story. Yeah. I didn't realize you didn't know this. but uh, Oh, through, you probably told me before. Yeah, that's sure, right, I forgot. guys of a certain age, we don't remember these things anymore. Yeah. But through my brother-in-law, Phil Valentine, who we disparaged earlier. but uh, Hey, Phil. How are you, you doing, man? Thank you, Phil. Um, I, I got to meet Eddie Money. His uh, a, a sponsor of Phil's and good friends of theirs, uh, Charlie and Tracy Harris, uh, father and son there, um, uh, are, are, as I said, good friends of Phil's, and I've gotten to be friends with them as well. Uh, went out to Vegas with them several times, but his, uh, Charlie's daughter, Tracy's sister, uh, Lori, is married and has been since the mid-'80s to Eddie Money. And they've got, I think they have five kids together. And uh, there was, I didn't see this, but there was even a reality show about their family. Oh, that's cool. But uh, he credits her with getting him sober and straightening his life up. And he is just, we met him at uh, when Tracy got married several years ago now. Uh, Eddie was there at the reception and sang a few songs. His daughter got up and sang with him, Jesse, who's also uh, starting to do this stuff, and uh, sang the uh, Ronnie Spector parts for Take Me Home Tonight and uh, just uh, just a, a phenomenal voice herself. But it was incredible. Just great to see him up there. But then he came down and talked to us for a long time and just uh, just a really funny, very personable guy, just the nicest guy. Yeah. I was telling you uh, off mic that uh, – he had plans to try to produce a Broadway show using his music, much in the vein of the Jersey Boys kind of stuff for Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons, that told his life story because he came from a family of uh, New York City cops and was expected to carry on that tradition and ended up going into, uh, you know, to rock music instead. So there was, uh, although his family was supportive of him, there's that, you know, dynamic in there that would have made an interesting story. And I, I think his, uh, his songs themselves tell a, a great story too. But he was... Just a great guy. I met uh, his wife earlier, actually in Vegas, and a couple of his sons, and I've met his daughter. I think he's, like I said, he has five children, but just a really good family, 
family guy, uh, you know, and just a, a genuinely nice person and a, a very funny person, too. And the Harris's, his in-laws are also great people. So it was uh, thanks, Phil, again for introducing me. And uh, like I said, uh, thanks uh, to Eddie Money for all the music and other memories. What, what's yeah. your favorite Eddie Money tune? Um, I still like Two Tickets to Paradise. It's catchy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, and I will have to say that... Uh, he came down from the stage and uh, and gave Bess, Becky a kick on the uh, kiss on the cheek. It's hard for me to even get that out now. I guess I'm still. And so every time we hear something come on, she goes, "You know, he kissed me on the cheek." I said, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> I was there. But yeah. yeah, two tickets to paradise is a, is a great song. What about yours? Oh man, I yeah, probably two tickets. What what are what were his hits? What were his top? Well, we got take uh, two take, take me home, home tonight, tonight, which I always like um, that. Yeah, and. I looked it up earlier, and now you know, all this kind of stuff put me on the spot. I'm drawing a blank. I'm Googling on my yeah. Apple phone. Yeah. So let's see. One what, funny story that I read. You know, Shaken. Just, yeah, Shaken. I always like that, too. I um, want to go back. I really like I want to go back. Yeah, I forget about that song, yeah. but that's a great song, too. Yeah. Um, but his wife, uh, when they first met, used to get him confused with uh, John Cougar Mellencamp says when she first met him so that kind of i think that kind of helped put him on a you know uh kind of humiliated him enough to go okay this woman's somebody i need to hang around there with because she's not going to put up with my walk, stuff walk on water yeah if i could walk on water mm-hmm. yeah shaken uh trinidad i don't remember trinidad. i don't know trinidad yeah take me home tonight give me some water I remember that one. I'm not going to sing it for you, but I do remember that. Baby, one. hold on. Think I'm in love and two tickets to paradise. Oh yeah. Baby, hold on. Yeah. I mean, think I'm in love. That's a great tune. Yeah, that so. may actually be. That's a that's a, a real good one too. Like I said, always. It's like when I don't know if you remember this from when we used to go into record stores, but you'd have all these albums in the back of your mind that you said I've got to get these, and then as soon as you walked in, your mind went completely blank. Yeah. You know, and you end up walking out with a Partridge Family album and the. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have mentioned that. Of the, and the disdain of the, you know, whatever you bought, the yeah. guys working behind the counter looked at you like, is this what you're really going to listen to? You're going to spend your money on that. <laughs> That's right. So, well, uh, in memoriam to uh, uh, to uh, Eddie, Eddie Money, Money, but Eddie we Mahoney. also lost with... Uh, uh, Rick Ocasek, yeah, from, from the Cars. From the Cars, which yeah. to me was probably the most, the first popular new wave band. Yeah, they managed to take that sound and, and make it mainstream. And I don't think I don't mean that in a bad way. Some people think that that it is, but they certainly did have that uh, that new wave kind of sound that was just great. And uh, Rick Ocasek, a huge part of that. I mean, he's the one I think of in the front. Although mm-hmm. uh, Benjamin Orr, you know, sang a, probably a lot of some of the songs that are really my favorite Cars songs. So um, I'll put you on the spot. What's right, your drive is, yeah. is, a, is a Benjamin Orr song. That's a great song. Oh, what a great tune. yeah. Um, what a depressing tune. Yeah, it really is a depressing song. But Best Friend's Girl yeah. is probably my favorite car song, and that's a Benjamin Orr song as yeah. well, too. Uh, they were also one of the ones that really kind of, you look back now and it has such a video look, but uh, the MTV thing, they just really embraced that, and I think it was a key to their their part of their success. Yeah, they really uh, capitalized on that new medium. And, yeah. um, you know, and they were, I'm not going to say they were built for MTV, but they, they kind of were. Kind of were, yeah. Yeah, unique, yeah. Uh, unique Although look. Uh, Rick had, had a unique look himself, but uh, he ended up marrying uh, Paula Poroskova, supermodel Paulina Poroskova. Which uh, gave us all hope. That's right. That's right. That's right. So my uh, probably my favorite car tune is Moving in Stereo. Yeah. The oh, per- yeah. The, 
the production on that is <laughs> and just, that opening yeah. riff to that is just awesome yeah. yeah i'm gonna have to go back and listen i know a lot of people are saying that but i'm gonna have to go back and listen to a lot of that yeah stuff. here here's some um here's some tunes just what i needed mm-hmm. um drive which we talked about mm-hmm. uh moving in stereo all mixed up yeah uh good times roll which had a great uh guitar riff yeah to let's go yeah and you know what's what's interesting i'm looking at all this stuff my best friend's girl uh dangerous type you're all I've got tonight. Uh, bye bye love. This is these are all tunes from seventy seven, seventy eight, seventy nine. Yeah, you know, and I I just associate them with, with the eighties. With the eighties, yeah, 80s. me too. Yeah, so but they're actually before before that. Yeah. That's how much of a trendsetter they were. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my best friend's girl was seventy eight. Let's go with seventy nine. Good times roll seventy eight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, moving in stereo was seventy eight. Yeah, uh, this is all stuff I was playing back on the radio yeah. station. Uh, yeah. Drive. 84. Yeah. Latest. Okay. latest yeah. And that was their it. biggest hit, I believe, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Um, I also have to, even though uh, I understand Benjamin Orr's passed on years ago, now Rick's gone. I think Elliot Easton, their guitarist, is still around, and he had such a distinctive sound, too. Left-handed guitarist. I'll shout out that for my, my son, Will, who's a left-handed guitarist. Yeah. Guitarist. But, um, yeah, it just had a great, like you said, great sound. Uh, very, very polished, very sophisticated uh sound to it and uh i just you know really and what's that song list i'm going oh yeah that really takes takes me back it does refer to eddie money (laughs) yeah exactly exactly Mm -hmm. so so who's the artist that when they pass will really kind of like oh my goodness i can't believe they're gone i would sing about that today and probably for me it will be paul mccartney uh, he's still alive. He's still alive. Still yeah. making music. Actually, just released an album that, yeah. that came out not too Which long ago. Which is a ago. good. I've heard a couple of tunes from it. I've heard a good that's album. supposed to be pretty good too. Yeah. I haven't listened to it yet. And hey, uh, have you seen the uh, the uh, the the James Corden carpool karaoke? Yes, that's great. Yeah, that's we talked about that before, one. didn't we? And it won't be so much of a surprise because Paul McCartney has been somebody I've listened listened to since you know I was you know, four or five years old. Uh, but, uh, it will certainly be, you know, one of those that's kind of, uh, has definitely has probably effect on me more so than any other artist. So who know? goes first, Paul or Ringo? Gosh, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Because Ringo will never die. No, he won't. Yeah, you know, right. he'll just, he'll that's go right. on and on and that's on right. forever. That's so, right. uh, for me, it would probably be, it'd be a generation younger. It'd be Bono. Yeah. You know, yeah. anybody from you too, yeah. you know, which it's like, wow. Yeah. And see, Bono's my age. So it's kind of like uh, once those folks, <laughs> I may not be around to boot me and Bono goes, yeah. but uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of, wow. I mean, you know, my, Paul McCartney, the Beatles, those folks are, are closer to my parents' age, you know, a few yeah. years younger. But uh, but yeah, when those, and of course, not that we haven't had people that, you know, obviously are, are even younger than I am pass away, but uh, yeah, that'll be, that'll be a tough one too. One thing yeah. that kind of hit me uh, last night, um, Ken Burns' new documentary, Country Music, uh, hey. premiered on PBS last night. Have you watched it? Did no. you watch it? No, I yeah. didn't. Um, but the, the first uh, episode about the origins of country music, uh, it prominently features Jimmy Rogers in Meridian. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy singing Rogers. Singing Brakeman. The, the, the singing Brakeman. He was a, he was a yodeler who uh, was uh, credited as being the father of country music. Mm-hmm. Uh, died of uh, tuberculosis in New York at yeah. the age of 35. I know. Isn't that incredible? And like Hank Williams is so young. All these folks that were, you know, of course there's the whole, what, 27 Club? Is that who it is? The yeah. people that were Jimi Hendrix and... Uh, 
Janis Joplin, all those folks. Kurt Cobain, I think, is in part of that in that club. Wow. And maybe twenty seven is not the age. Maybe I've got that age wrong, but I think that's what it is. But you know, when I think Jimmy Rogers, I think of this this guy who's who's lionized uh, line lionized. lionized? Yeah, yeah, thank uh-huh. you. In Meridian, Lionel, maybe if he's singing, yeah, Britain. yeah, <laughs> dancing on the ceiling. Um, but yeah, you know, he was so young when he died. Yeah, and had a tremendous influence. My dad would tell the story. Apparently, he heard it from my grandfather, my mom's dad, who I never knew he passed away mm-hmm. before he was born. Uh, who would say, you know, Jimmy Rogers would just he'd go down and he would sing to get enough money to go buy him something to get drunk. Yeah, wow. You okay. know, and that was kind of his. Uh, yeah, um, which is not uncommon for performers uh-huh. from, from the right. 20s, 30s yeah. in that era. And, you know. You know, and even today, probably. And, and yeah. even today. We yeah. mentioned, well, anyway. so But, uh, yeah, yeah, a little, uh, little sadness. Do you plan that, to watch that documentary? With what time? Yeah. You know, I mean, between... You know, the podcast, the production company, the bakery, which we haven't even talked about my bakery. Yeah. We need to do an episode on baked goods on guys of a certain age, you know. Um, yeah, but I'd like to. I've enjoyed everything that Ken Burns has ever done. I do, too. And, and, and even if you're if it's not a subject that you're particularly mm-hmm. interested in, he does such a phenomenal job. It's hard for you not to appreciate what's going on. Although I like, you know, I, I'm a fan of enough of country music to, to enjoy it, but you know, even some of his stuff that I, I don't necessarily you, you watch it and it's just it's just incredible work. The the, the Civil War came out when I was in college, yeah. uh, my first uh, year in college, and it was a very very influential work. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I think it changed the way people did documentaries. It for absolutely a long did. Time to come, and it changed and, iMovie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the, right. The that's Ken right. Burns that's effect. right. That's yeah. right. I'd forget about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, that's funny. But uh, it's a fabulous piece. Um, you know, you've arrived when there's an iMovie effect named after you. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Right, so um, mine's but, an empty tape spool. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I put up a uh, I, I I sent in our little group chat to, to Art and Jay this great little uh, great little uh, gif, or it's actually a JPEG where mm-hmm. it's uh, what was it? it was a CD. It was a CD. It was as a, a cassette parent. and a and a vinyl album, and then as the CD. Grand- uh, yeah, as the grandparents, and yeah. then uh, then the CD. And I can't remember what the were they MP3 players, the kids. Or I something? can't. Yeah, yeah, the 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 kids were MP3 players. Yeah. Like, hey, kids, grandparents are yeah. here. So, yeah, yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, that does it for another jailless episode of Jailous. Guys of Certain Age. Uh, we appreciate you guys downloading and listening. As always, uh, if you don't mind giving us some uh, some reviewage on all the apps that you listen to your podcast on. And until next time, we'll see you.